What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chats with the Freak. My name is Emmy, and this week I have two awesome guests for you. The first being Andre from Cut the Berry, which is an alternative rock band out of Manchester, England. And the second guest I have for you guys is Jonathan Ellie, who is a rapper and producer here in the States. Um, both guests were incredible to talk to and very insightful. So I hope you guys enjoy this week's freaky chats and this is really cool i am um, very excited to be here because it's the first time that i am doing something like this <laughs> that's great that's great and i'm in america too so we're in different um countries per se and it's it's cool to connect like this with people for sure Exactly, for sure. It's uh, technology is something that sometimes is very bad and other times it's very good. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to hear about this project. So um, I know it's a new project and you guys just, um, well, you just released the first single on Friday. Um, the debut single of Cut the Berry. So tell me a little bit about like what exactly it is. Uh, so this project is something that uh, I've been working on since already a long time. Um, because uh, I am right now living in Manchester in UK since almost five and a half years ago. Um, but before that, I am originally from Portugal and um, I used to, in Portugal, I used to play in a few metal bands um, and I used to be a proper metal head and I didn't see anything besides metal in my life. Um, so now things changed a bit. Uh, metal continues being something that is very important for me, for sure. But uh, when I moved here, um, my intention when I came here was to, I came here to start studying sound engineering uh, because at the end of the day, back there, I knew how to play in bands, but uh, I almost didn't know how to connect a microphone to a mixing desk. So um, I came here to Manchester to study sound engineering with the purpose of being able to record and produce myself and my future projects. And um, slowly, while I was studying um, in the school that I was studying, we had access to recording studios, which was very good. Um, and I slowly started just making some ideas and putting them um, on a recording session. Um, then time went by and uh, I started getting more and more ideas until it got to the point that um, I had a lot of ideas, but no actual content at all. So I decided that it was now a good time for me to actually start trying to think a little bit about this and actually trying to understand what is the type of sound that I wanted to make and etc. That took me a long time. And um, basically this project was born by me spending overnight in studio because uh, I didn't have anything else to do because I was in a new country. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have such thing as plans. So it was born a little bit like that. Um, 
song by song, um, taking some time. And um, finally, when, when I was already in the point that I already had some proper songs in terms of I had songs that had a start, had an ending, um, I started trying to get a band together uh, so that we could play this album live. And fortunately, I met a good amount of awesome people that um, would like to participate in this. They had a lot of patience because uh, sometimes I am not very straightforward in the way that I talk and in the way that I tell people what was I imagining. Um, so I thank very much my bandmates uh, because they stuck with me since the moment that the album was still like halfway done and they they just decided to stay with me and do this thing and that is awesome and that was more or less how this project started sorry if i was going too long with this <laughs> yeah no i love that and that, that's a really cool story um what do you mean you were more of a straightforward metal head though i kind of that that was something that kind of stuck out to me uh, well, it was. It, I think that it was mostly more the fact that um, back then, like uh, six, seven, eight years ago, I literally didn't listen to anything else besides metal. I didn't. I would not get out of my house without a metal band T-shirt and without my my military shorts and. Um, and I was like very strict when it came to that. It was either metal or nothing else. <laughs> so you kind of like broaden your horizons a little bit um, coming into this project, I'm assuming. So what, um, how would you classify genre-wise Cut the Berries? Um, I, I, I would call it, I, I, I don't know if I'm correct or not, um, probably, um, there are probably some music geeks that will completely disagree with me, but uh, I would call this a kind of experimental rock because uh, we have um, we have some influences. Uh, like I was saying, metal is definitely one of them. I cannot deny it and I will not deny it. But then um, again, also seven, eight, nine years ago, I discovered for the for the first time um, Mr. Tom Waits, and uh, I got con I fell completely in love with his music, and uh, I started understanding that there are aggressive things and dark things that can be done without actually using a lot of aggressiveness, and um, that made me very curious and interested um, because um, he has some songs that are simply piano and vocals and uh, they are the most terrifying thing that exists in this world and he doesn't scream even once and that in my opinion is absolutely fascinating so um, I started listening to more stuff and I started paying attention to more stuff and um, without wanting i believe that then that started affecting the way that i that i started writing music um, and that was mainly it i believe that's great i love that i love that so you mentioned that you um came from portugal and then ended up in england 
um, which is pretty insane. That's really cool. Um, how how would you say, I guess, like the music scenes kind of vary between like the two? Uh, well, in the first place, um, the music scene in Manchester is way bigger. So um, there is in Portugal, um, there is a there is a lot of metal and a lot of good, amazing, awesome metal bands for sure. Um, in the UK, it's simply like ten or twenty or thirty times more because at the end of the day, Portugal as a country has less population than London. So London, in terms of population, has more people than the whole country of Portugal. So. I cannot expect, and nobody can expect, of course, of Portugal to have so much content when it comes to music when compared to these countries, because there are simply way more people over here. So uh, with this, I I think that if I had to compare how is the music in, in Manchester or in the UK when comparing it to Portugal, I would say that... Um, that Portugal has a very, very beautiful thing in terms of music. That is, music in Portugal comes from from decades and centuries ago, and we have a lot of traditional type of music types of music, um, like uh, our like our main traditional type of music is fado. That is something uh, that is very beautiful. That normally you listen to good fado in restaurants while you are eating. There is simply a lady with a beautiful voice and two men with either a classical guitar and the Portuguese guitar or two classical guitars. Um, in Manchester, when I came here, I think that a big difference that I felt is was the amount of electronic music that exists here. Uh, there is a lot of genres and subgenres of electronic music, and that really really impressed me uh, because at the end of the day like I when I was in Portugal I was definitely not searching a lot when it came to other genres I like I was saying I liked metal and that was it um, but uh, when it came to Manchester there is a lot of electronic music a lot of indie music a lot of pop a lot of metal as well a lot of hard rock um, there is a bigger variety, if I have to say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I would imagine that. I've heard, um, I haven't really, you're the first guest I've had on from um, the UK or England. Um, and that was something I definitely wanted to ask you about because I've heard different, um, just like from my readings and stuff, I've definitely heard that Manchester specifically has a great scene when it comes to um, variety and different creative people and all that stuff and there's definitely some I guess like bigger mainstream bands that I know from the UK but I don't really know anybody else in that like I guess like in a like up and coming band or whatnot so that's really cool that there's so many different varieties and different stuff you can like choose from over there yeah yeah for sure and uh, when it came to like um, arts and kind of like originality it was also a surprise when i came here because um at the end of the day uh me uh, sorry for being always talking about the same thing but at the end of the day me when i was in portugal with my 17 18 years old being a metalhead in my opinion was the freakest thing that you could be in the whole world 
and when I and when <laughs> I arrived here, the normal person has pink hair, and uh, I just realized that uh, I am not a freak at all in Manchester. <laughs> I'm just a regular boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of found where you fit in. That's really cool. Yeah, like over in the States, it kind of, it depends on like where exactly you are. And that's something that I've noticed, at least when I'm out, because um, I do a lot of band photography. So when I'm out in different cities traveling around, I'm like, oh, this city, I feel like I fit more in than like this city per se, mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Sure. It's kind of cool to feel where you like, oh, I, I'm not crazy. There's other people like me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but I think that um, I think that it was it was a little bit of a kind of a mental battle uh, that I had because um, I just started thinking that like when I arrived here and I see all these crazy people, I just started thinking that if everybody's a freak, no one is a freak, and if no one is a freak, I am not a freak. So what am I? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like oh there's a lot of people like this i'm not crazy but if i'm not crazy then what um, am i this is so exactly. weird yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my god i love that i love that yeah. um so i know that you mentioned that you obviously were a very straightforward metalhead for a long time um how did you like get started in making music like what kind of made you want to pursue that um well so this was like music was not something that was that was in my life all the time since the beginning of times um i started being more interested in music when i was about when i was about uh, 14 15 years old um because before that i really really wanted to be a football player or a soccer player um and that was my goal in life until i was 14 and then i remembered that um i was playing in a football team uh it was not a very good football team at all it was a local team um and i was arriving to that age that uh, i had to do the big step of trying to get into a big team just to see if i could get professional at that and etc that didn't happen and not only that didn't happen but the team that i was playing football before kicked me out because apparently i was not good enough so i got very frustrated and then all of a sudden i saw a video clip of iron maiden um with those guitars those big hairs and um all those rock moves and aggressiveness and i was frustrated as hell because i could not be a football player so then <laughs> then when i saw iron maiden for the first time on tv i think it was even i think it was even on mtv that program that they had that was the headbangers something like that um yeah, the headbangers ball. I don't know what exactly. you're talking about. So when I saw that for the first time, I just felt like, oh my God, I need to be a rock star. Um, so, so basically, yeah, it was about when I was 14, 15. My sister had a very big influence on that because uh, my sister is seven years older than me. And um, she's an amazing photographer. She was just starting 
to study photography at that time. So she was very, very hyped when it came to art. So when she all of a sudden saw me enjoying um, Iron Maiden and um, heavy rock and a little bit of like symphonic metal at that time, she immediately just looked at me and said like, yeah, you need to pursue this thing and I like I didn't even know if I wanted to or not and I explained to her like I just saw this I'm very vibrating about this but like I just I just saw it just give me give me some time and she's like no you need to pursue this and um basically <laughs> she she obliged me to go to a school that teached um that teached a course called music composition and performance um, and uh, I felt that I didn't have any other choice because my sister my older sister was obliging me to do this so I better just go um, <laughs> so yeah I started studying in this course when I was about 17 years old um, and I really liked it and then um, I was once with a friend of mine that was also older than me um, I was at his house just jamming a little bit on the guitar and the drums and um, a friend of his called him in that moment asking, um, saying that he just formed a new band and he needed a, a drummer and a bassist. So that friend of mine just told him, yeah, cool, I'm going to go there just to rehearse with you as a drummer and I'm bringing a bassist as well with me. And he looked at me and uh, I never touched the bass in my life. I knew how to play bits and bops on the guitar, but nothing more than that. Um, eventually, we went to the rehearsal room. Um, things were very funny. Um, we were experimenting stuff. I grabbed the bass for the first time. I realized that when it came to metal, bass was not that different from the guitar uh i'm not saying this regarding music at all uh, music in general because of course that i know nowadays that bass a bass is completely different than a guitar when it comes to music arrangement and performance and etc but uh, at that time uh, that made total sense so i started drumming and we formed a little band then um we managed to get a few concerts and um, the I spent about three years in that band and it was very fun because um, we were playing one, two concerts per weekend and that was exactly what I wanted back there. I was completely broke. We were not getting paid at all because we didn't have fans. But... Um, in my opinion, that was the rock style life that uh, I was picturing to myself, and nothing could go, nothing could be better than that. Um, so I stayed for some time in that band until we once uh, played the concert opening for um, for a band. Um, what was the name? Yeah, uh, it was for a Portuguese metal band that uh, I don't know if they are still active or not, but they were called Legacy of Cynthia. And um, in the backstage after the concert, I was speaking with the bassist of Legacy of Cynthia because that guy is an awesome guy that has a recording studio in Lisbon, in Portugal. And I was speaking with him, just asking him, so what did you do to understand 
all of this, how to record and how to build your own studio. And what did you do? And he just said, I went to study sound engineering to Manchester. So I was like, okay. And about one and a half years later, I did the same thing. I came to Manchester to study sound engineering. <laughs> and that was it. That's great. That's great. Um, I love that story. That's really cool how everything kind of like came together. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, so far, things made sense. Um, and um, it was definitely a very good choice to, to come to Manchester to just broaden my horizons a little bit and see different things for sure. And um, so you are in Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, yeah. I live um, like 40 minutes out of Pittsburgh, which is a big city in uh, okay. Pennsylvania. Okay, and how is it living in there? Um, it's it's cool. I'm actually in the process of um, moving to New York, but the whole coronavirus thing kind of stopped that. Um, yeah, I would definitely say that the music scene, as far as um, the Pittsburgh area goes, is a definite big family okay. um, kind of feel to it. And it definitely doesn't have a competitive vibe. I mean, you always have like some people that have that. But um, from my perspective, it's definitely a huge, big family. Like, oh, okay, we're getting the family together. We have a show tonight. Oh, like, it's really cool. cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I really like this. Yeah, I like the scene over here a lot. Um, there, there's other cities. Like I said, I travel a lot doing different band photography and, um, like, on-site oh, stuff. Oh, so you are so, a lucky one. <laughs> um, I've been to a different... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, in my travels, I've definitely seen um, other scenes and other bands and stuff kind of have, I guess, like infighting or like just they don't have that like community vibe. It's kind of like, oh, well, you're just taking my fans. It's like, no, there's space for everybody in the music yeah. industry. And I definitely love that about Pittsburgh, that they have a very like community That's very feel. good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I love doing the travel photography stuff. It's definitely um, my my biggest passion other than doing this. Um, it's it's really cool to go out and see the different cities. And when I bring people on, I always got to ask them about where they are because I'm always curious about other cities and how they yeah, operate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I also love traveling. Um, and um, it's very... It's very surprising how, I don't know, how society changes when you go from one country to another, like um, the way that people behave and what is the normal thing. Um, and I, I really like the feeling of um, needing to adapt to a place that you go to because it puts you a little bit on the spot. But I believe that that's being a little bit on the spot. It's a good thing when it comes to... I don't know, building your own personality and your own defense mechanisms and all of that. Yeah, for sure. Even traveling like a couple states around here where it's only a few hours, um, you can definitely see the difference in cultures to a degree. Obviously, it's not that drastic if you're going maybe two hours, mm -hmm. but... Um, I remember I went out to California last summer and it wasn't like a culture shock necessarily, but it was definitely like, okay, I'm in a different like area right now. I'm in a different culture. Nice. Wow. Yeah, I believe so. 
you know that uh yeah for sure i love you it. know that i i think that um i don't know if i don't know if everybody can relate to this or not but um like here in the uk i'm not too sure if this is true but uh again back where i come from from portugal thinking and talking about the united states is like a big thing it's like a massive thing in terms of if we hear somebody that went to the united states to live there or to do some work or something we immediately think this person completely succeeded in life and um it feels that um i think that for me and for some people that i know it feels that united states is like the center of the universe <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I've never heard that before, but that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we definitely have our problems over here, but um, I think we're definitely um, have a great country and have a lot of good things going yeah. on for sure. Especially in the music scene, being able to vary like I, I know like in Europe, like most of the I'm bad with geography, but I know most of the countries are kind of like close together so i guess like going from like france to Swi um, sweden or something like that isn't that far so it would be like the equivalent of like traveling like the states in the united states but um yeah i mean like it's really it's it's cool to hear other people's stories from either different states or from different countries and how um they they perceive other places like people from canada perceive the united states one way and they people from the states perceive people from manchester wow. one way and that might not always exactly. be how it yeah, is yeah you know for sure I mean? because at the end of the day um we don't know much until we experience things and like most of the times i truly believe that um when you are in a place and you feel that you need to get out of there to experience something more you need to go to a place to experience that thing more to finally understand that actually you were not doing that bad that bad back where you came from and um it's um yeah i think that it's the whole curse of there must be more that all humans have and that's what makes us travel and walk and discover things i think it's very good oh yeah for sure there's always the grass is greener on the other side kind of vibe too sometimes and um sometimes that's not always true but sometimes yeah, exactly. it is yeah, for sure, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with it's me. Right. I really appreciate pleasure. it. And thanks again for working oh. with my scheduling. I really no worries at it. all. It was my pleasure. Great. Okay. Andre, Have a good you. one. I'll see you later. Bye bye. You too. Hey, hey. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great, great, great. That's awesome, man. Thanks for taking time to talk with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. You're um, the first rapper I've had on, so this is kind of a change-up for my listeners. It's really oh, cool. Nice. It's the first time for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First time. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so you just released um, an album earlier in April, I believe. It's called American 25. Um, what can you tell me about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, America 25 
Uh, it's just an album that just kind of like really snapshot into the last past year of my life. I felt like when I turned 25, um, you know, I, I kind of really got to focus on what I needed to do in life and, you know, go about my responsibilities. It was just like a really huge maturing moment. Um, and, you know, moving out to L.A., it kind of put me in a position of like being uncomfortable, you know, but it was a good uncomfortable. It was, you know, uncomfortable that I needed to grow, you know, uncomfortable that I needed to, you know, find myself and learn myself as a young man. And, you know, that's pretty much, and, you know, in its essence, what it's about. Um, I didn't want it to be, you know, too over the top. Obviously it deals with like a lot of social um, issues of being black in America, um, you know, being as young as I am. Um, but I, you know, I also didn't want to come off as angry. That's not what it was about. I just, I think the main thing was just making people aware of, you know, just the climate. And I'm sure we all do know, but, um, you know, even just putting you in situations uh, in the album was, you know, very, very, but I was trying to, you know, get my point across. And um, yeah, it's, it's my favorite project um, that I've done so far. And, it's, you know, something that I'm really, really happy with, something that I worked super hard on. So yeah, that's what America 25 is about, you know, just in simple terms. That's that, that's great. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with bringing awareness to something, even if it's a, I guess, controversial topic, even though it shouldn't really be a controversial topic. But um, there's nothing wrong with bringing awareness to something that you're super passionate about, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I read that this is your final rap album. So what what's up with that? <laughs> uh, this is my final rap album. I mean, ever since I can remember, I'm, I'm literally sitting here with my grandfather right now. But like ever since I can remember, um, I've I've done music, you know, I, and it's I've been blessed to like various different genres of music, you know, from gospel, R&B, rock, hip hop. Obviously, there's something that I love, and you know you know, caught on to, but, um, I think in essence, I, I never want to do an album of where I'm just strictly, I feel like I'm boxed in. And I feel like for me personally, I've comp I personally to myself, I've, I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in rap. Um, I've said everything I need to say. Um, obviously if there's more I need to say, I would never put it past myself to make another rap album, but where I'm at right now, I, I, I things and I, you know, I really want to showcase my musical talents. And um, I think there's, you know, I have more to offer. Um, so I think that's what, that's just what it's about. Um, a lot of my fans thought it meant it was going to be like my last project ever. That's that's not the case. But uh, I'm working on this new music right now. And it's more of alternative, you know, just kind of, you know, very experimental. But, um, you know, it's, it's still me. I think I'll always have those like hip hop rap elements in my music. I can't get away from that. That's always going to be in me. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still got my friends trying to talk me out of it right now. Um, about doing a you know a rap album, they're, they're they're getting close. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's been it's been it's been hard. But I mean, when I'm in the studio making the music and you know the feeling that I get um, working on this new music, it's, it's it's like none else. And you know I got some really really big things planned as far as to like really showcase the diversity that I'm like super excited about. So you know like I I don't think anybody should be sad. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it's just, sure. I, I think it's just the ending of an era. You know, I think you know, a lot of people don't know, but um, this album is a part of a whole story. Uh, my first two albums um, told a fictional story um, and just like some nuggets that I wanted to get out. But in my second album, I actually wake up um, in present day to record America 25. So it's honestly a part of like this whole world 
um, and people, they all connect. All the albums connect. And uh, America is 25 even. Connect, it, it connects to my next project, and that's kind of like how I make all my albums. You know, if you go listen to After the Internet tomorrow, it, it all just flows together. So, um, I mean, there's a common theme between all of them. So, Yeah, yeah, there's like a big, kind of like a super long story that there's kind of volumes to, kind of like the Star Wars trilogy, yeah. trilogy per se. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you mentioned that you're involved in other projects too. Um, what else do you uh, do in the music scene then, um, other than just rapping, obviously? Yeah, yeah. I, I produce. I'm a producer, um, so I produce with a lot of artists. Um, I'm working on some things right now. I know one of the songs that um, you know I recorded. I have some friends over at HBO. Um, a year ago, I was involved in this TV show called Euphoria, um, and just kind of like having those connections have helped a lot, you know, working with, you know, uh, my brother who was one of the main characters in the show. Um, just so many talented people on the cast. So that's helped me a lot and just kind of like really opened me up to, you know, so many dope artists, but yeah, I really produce. Um, I, I, I get so much joy out of that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, music, that's all I do. I wish I had something else cool to say, but uh, yeah, it's just like, no, uh, no, that's great. <laughs> no, that's like, Cool. I've actually also never really had a producer on here either, so I, I have a kind of rarely generic question for you, and I, I don't know the answer to this. It's probably going to sound really dumb. It's but all what good. all goes in? What all goes into like when you're helping an artist produce their record? Like what? How does that process work for you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. It wasn't always perfect. What I had to learn is um, there's a compromise um, when you work with somebody. It's not going to always, it's, well, it's not going to ever come out the way you hear it for them. You know, we all have our different ideas and, you know, the way we want it to sound. So you kind of got to know how to have a middle ground and, you know, listen to them. You know, you can't be stubborn and be like, I think this sounds better. Um, because at the end of the day, it's ultimately about getting their vision out. You know, you're helping them create their story. Um, you know, it's more of an enhancement. So. Uh, yeah, that's one of the main things. It's just really, really listening um, and tweaking. I had a hard time with that at first because I just, you know, when I'm like sold to something, I'm like, I'm like, this can work, you know. But I also had to learn how to, you know, sometimes even though I might think something's good, it, you know, that person might not like it. And that's okay because music, music is very subjective, you know. And, um, you know, that's, that's the tricky thing with the industry, you know. The music could be good, you know, but if the in general public, you know, doesn't say it's good, then, you know, you know, it's, it's not going anywhere. So, you know, there's that, you know, subjectability, you know, that I, that's why I say, I don't think there's a bad song. You know, I, I don't believe in bad songs. I just don't think the song might be for you, you know? And, um, you know, I think once you have that mindset and you, and you also have to get used to rejection, you're going to get a lot of no's in this industry, you know, but once you know how to use rejection to fuel you, you know, fuel you and like fuel it into like positivity, then I think that's kind of when you like really have the one up, you know, and just navigate through this very, very complicated, you know, industry. So. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that because I find a lot of people even doing like the kind of stuff that I do with the media website and stuff like that. They, they kind of box themselves in the genre that they like. And it's like, okay, I only review rap or I only review rock, but then they don't really have, oh, this sucks because it doesn't fit into, like, my little box of what I listen to, per se. Right. And I really think that's always true. It's like, I'll get stuff sent into me, and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't really like this, but this person might, because it fits more their genre. Right. So, 
I definitely agree. I think some people are too close-minded when it comes to music. Just because, like you said, if it doesn't fit for me, it might fit for you or vice versa. Right, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's even what my last rap album, I think that's what it's all about. It's just about, you know, there, there's so much more people we can reach, you know? And, um, you know, I, I want to reach them. I, I don't want to, you know, be, you know, boxed in as a rapper. You know, I love rap, you know, that you know, got me through so much. But like I said, it's just so much more to this, you know, and I and I knew where I grew up and I knew how I grew up and I knew and I know my musical, you know, background and I know what it's capable of. So why not use that? Not why not use those tools, you know, that you were gifted and blessed with, you know, that's my whole thing. So Yeah, yeah, right. No, for sure, for sure. So um you obviously are just finishing up doing your rap albums and all that stuff here. Um, still doing the music producing. How did you get started in doing all that? What made you want to like pursue getting in the music industry? Um, well, I've always been a musician. I started playing drums at like two. Um, so music's always been a part of me. Um, I never really grew up wanting to do or produce music. Um, I just knew I enjoyed it. But I want to say about the age of 14 is when I started like producing. Um, I'll never forget it. My dad told me that I was going to have to learn more than one instrument. I only knew drums at the time. So I learned piano. I learned piano in six months, uh, you know, fluently, you know, chords, dairy, all of that, you know, just so I could actually produce. And um, from there, you know, it's, it's it's been game on. I think I got really, really serious about, you know, the career, my brand, you know, as a business about three years. 2017 is when my first album dropped. So even though I've been doing this, you know, since I was 14, so that's like t almost 12 years now, you know, it's, it's only been four years, you know, tops of just like releasing projects, you know, um, professionally and, you know, the quality of that, you know, I think they were capable of being there. So, um, yeah, it's a long way to go. Um, you know, I, I understand my, you know, my current situation. I know we got a lot of work to do, but I'm also embraced. I'm, I'm, I'm really embracing being unknown. Um, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, are doing well in the industry right now, but I'm, I'm just really, I really have an appreciation for ground zero. I feel like, you know, the foundation and building the foundation is so much more important, you know, to me right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm really in it for the long haul. I'm, I'm okay. If this doesn't, you know, work for another six or seven years, you know, I just, I know I just got to keep perfecting my craft and um, yeah, you know, that's kind of where, where it all. And in a simple term, I guess I should have, I could have dumbed that down a little bit, but. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that was great. That was great. Yeah, you seem like very motivated, and I love hearing passionate people um, in the music industry that are like, I'm going to go do this. I don't know how long it takes. I'm just going to keep grinding at yeah, it. You have to, you know, you have to stay motivated because it does get discouraging, you know. Um, I, think we, yeah. I think we all have those moments, but. Um, you know, this, I mean, this is, this is something I'll do regardless of, you know, what happens, you know, if it blows or not. Um, I just, I love music, you know, and I don't think, um, you know, anybody can take that away from me. You know, that's, that's what I was put here on this earth to do. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna do that. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's great. That's great. Yeah. You seem so motivated, man. And I, I checked out your record and it's really, it, it's a really solid listen from beginning to end. And I really dig it a lot. And I hope everyone goes and checks out America 25. And thank you so much for coming on and talk with me today, Jonathan. I really appreciate no, thank it. Thank you. It means, like I said, it means a lot that you're taking the time out to interview me. I really appreciate this. Um, so yeah, uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk again soon. Um, another release for sure. And uh, yeah, thank you so much.
Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much, Jonathan. I hope you have a great night. Bye.